I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to the Sat Monday Football Podcast. It's Tuesday, the 25th of April. Nearly my birthday. Just a week and two days until Dave turns 27. Jesus, where did the years go? But anyway, on today's show, we're going to talk the news and then pretty much we're going to spend the rest of the podcast talking transfers. Oh, yeah. First up, the big one, Bernardo Silva, potentially on his way to Manchester United. Big reports coming out of France today, uh, reporting that Silva's in advance talks to go there. So we're going to undress that, we'll see how he fits into Mourinho's side, and so forth. Then we're going to move on to a bit of Premier League and Manchester United news, uh, again in the transfer market, and finish off talking a little bit about Newcastle. Which kicks us off in the news very nicely. Newcastle United have been promoted back to the Premier League and joined Brighton in the automatic spots in the Championship. Rafa Benitez, third promotion of his career. It's an interesting one because Newcastle have really struggled over the line with them. Um, I, I work with the, the True Geordie on Saturdays um, and he's been getting really angry in the last month or so about how Newcastle have just been struggling to break teams down, how they're only playing with a single striker, you know, classic Rafa Benitez. But again, it's going to be a different season. I think they, they had to struggle through this championship year. They started so well at that massive lead. Dwight Gale obviously been pivotal for their um, promotion. But again, is he good enough for Premier League level? We're going to answer all those questions in the Newcastle part of the podcast. Let's go over to Spain to Madrid, where Real Madrid plan to appeal for Sergio Ramos's red card from El Clasico. I don't know what Florentino Perez has been smoking this week, but that is absolutely stupid. It was a horrendous tackle and deserves the ban that he is going to get, and potentially should have a few games more because it was a lunge. It was was not very nice at all. In other Real Madrid news, Gareth Bale has been ruled out for a month, so he'll miss the uh, La Liga running and also the semi-finals of the Champions League, which is a big, big blow for Real Madrid. But given that Gareth Bale has been in and out of the team this season with injury and has played so well at the start of the season as well it's a frustrating one but Asensio looks so good at the moment a massive fan of Asensio and he's really stepped up I thought he was fantastic in the Classico as well and did so well to 
you know, carry the ball um, and get himself into very promising positions, a number of shots at goal, very good cross into the box. He's just a top talent. And it's great that, obviously, with Bale out, that a young Spanish player is going to come in. So that's fantastic. Um, and Mark is reporting that Isco is uh, renewed his deal till 2020, and that will be made official in the summer. In other contract news, Nuri Sahin has signed a contract extension till 2019 at Borussia Dortmund. Again, I'm very happy about that. Nuri Sahin, who was very good against Monaco um, in the first leg, in central midfield, I'm kind of happy with that. Nuri signed one of my favorite, was one of my favorite players in in world football. That central midfield under Jurgen Klopp is a fantastic player, so so good on the ball. The complete central midfielder, you know, ran the show for the Dortmund team that that won uh, the Bundesliga title multiple times. Another little final little bit of news in a Twitter Q and A. Chicharito Javier Hernandez said that Thiago Silva, Carlos Poyle, and Chiellini were the toughest three defenders he's ever played against. Interestingly, you know, I'd still like Chicharito Javier Hernandez at Manchester United. I imagine he would have scored a hat full of goals this season. So many chances United have created into the penalty area and so many of them they've missed. Javier Hernandez would have put that ball in the back of the net. And, you know, I wouldn't mind his return to Manchester United in the summer. If that happens, that'd be fantastic. Good old Chicharito. Anyway, in some final sad news, um, it's three years ago today that we lost Tito Villanova, uh, the Barcelona, you know, manager and also assistant to Pep Guardiola and one of Pep Guardiola's close friends. Uh, and it was all, you know, it's always a sad time to remember people that have died. Again, I think, um, Johan Cruyff was turned 70 today as well. Another, you know, manager and, and play, playing great. So yeah, it's a sad day. But anyway, let's move on from more exciting stuff. And that is Manchester United transfer news. That has been broken this afternoon that Bernardo Silva may be on his way to Manchester United in the summer. That's reported by France Football. Um, the agreed, uh, the deal has been agreed for around 50 million euros, according to the report with Mourinho, you know, really pushing this deal to get Silva to Old Trafford. You know, considering the United attacking, uh, players this season, they've They've been some good performances, but there's been some inconsistent performances. There's no consistency apart from obviously Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and now we're seeing consistency from Marcus Rashford. But before that, there were some wayward chances missed. Um, and you know, apart from Zlatan, obviously Juan Matas, the second top scorer with six goals, and obviously he's out with a groin injury for the rest of the season. So it could be a good move. Bernardo Silva is a wonderful, wonderful player. Came onto my radar at the same time William Carvalho came onto my radar at the Under Twenty One European Championships. Again, I am watching that over this summer. So expect a lot of talk about the, uh, the you know the Under Twenty Ones and uh, you know the big players to watch and so forth that's going to be a lot of fun I can't wait for that but anyway Bernardo Silvio was playing in the, the Portugal team so Portugal played a narrow uh, midfield diamond I think Carvalho was at the base Jao Mario was on one side and can't remember who was on the other side of the diamond and then of course Silva was in the middle so good so technical just reminded me a bit of um David Silva at Valencia, not at Manchester City at Valencia when he was a little bit more free, a little bit more fluid, um, you know, a lot younger um, during his days at Valencia. And it reminded me a lot of that, that close control, that wonderful left foot. And obviously, um, you know, moved to Monaco and has pretty much done very, very well under Yardim. This season especially has really exploded. So at the start of the season, Monaco obviously playing a 4-4-1-1, um, you know, either rotating Silva there or playing Lima there or whoever, but then they did move to this 4-4-2 and this is where they're scoring the goals. 2.9 goals per match this season in all competitions, which is absolutely insane. Silver, in fact, plays on the right-hand side of Monaco's 4-4-2. It's a 4-4-2 in defence, but look, looks more like a 2-2-4-2 in attack. That's the two centre-halves, Jemison Glick, the two DMs that are so powerful and so good, the Binho holding, Bakioko linking, uh, the two wing-backs are getting very, very high, almost 
um, to the side of the two uh, wingers in um, Lima and of course Silva and then up top Mbappe and Falcao is now the first choice it was uh, Germain and Falcao at the start of the team but that has evolved what he does for this side is he comes off the right wing and becomes a playmaker inside Monaco play quite narrow in the final third of their wingers their wingers almost play as sort of inside forwards they push inside um, and look to create centrally but also are very good at carrying the ball and, and Silva has that knack has that great ability on the dribble that sort of Lionel Messi Eden Hazard um, because he's short because he's got really agile because he's got really good control with his left foot Bernardo Silva really exploded this season um, you know one of the games where finally European football recognises talents was against Manchester City away where he was absolutely brilliant in that game he completed um, more passes in the final third than any other player on the pitch he also completed more dribbles and he went on that amazy run that was fantastic where he ended up not making Yaya Torre and then playing a through ball Bernardo Silva is this sort of hybrid winger um, slash playmaker it is your modern day playmaker that is capable of playing out wide capable of dribbling someone 1v1 but has a cracking shot on as well with his left foot he's got such a powerful left foot pretty summed up by um, I saw him live this season at Wembley when Monaco played Tottenham in the Champions League Silva playing as sort of a second striker um, was played very very well behind Radovan Falcao and scored a wonderful goal where he dribbled the ball from inside his own half against Tottenham um, you know cutting in from sort of he drifted out to the right cut in cut in cut in then a brilliant shot you know with his left foot curled in to the goal and it's just he's such a talented talented player so young but so so much promise you know right now in terms of this season he scored six goals eight assists created 52 chances eight, put 83 tackles in which is very impressive and 104 dribbles completing 61 of those but he is that next level it is the goal scorer the creator the dribbler what we're seeing with playmakers now is that real evolution that they have to do more roles we're seeing now that playmakers also have to score that playmakers have to um, you know create deep in midfield and, and Silva can do it all and that's why it's such a promising and interesting move that Mourinho's going for um, a player that I've just been such a fan on for the last few seasons. So it'd be a great asset for Manchester United and whether United do switch to a 4-4-2, which we can only hope and pray that Mourinho uh, watches a bit of Leipzig or Monaco over the summer and goes, actually, let's play Anthony Martial and Marcus Rashford up front together Silver on one wing Mkhitaryan on the other and uh, you know and then Paul Pogba and Ander Herrera in central midfield that would be absolutely beautiful but in serious terms where he'd fit in for Mourinho it'd either be on the right hand side or the left hand side of a 4-3-3 or in a 4-2-3-1 either as a 10 on the left or on the right again maybe even utilised as a false 9 in the bigger games like um, Mourinho did at his end of his tenure at Chelsea but potentially could be a real fantastic player at Manchester United I would love to see him at Old Trafford been so good in the Champions League and so good for Monaco in Liga this season so let's move on to the transfer talk that's been going around at the start of this week well there's Seems to be a lot of Manchester United and Manchester City rooms. It's almost as if the uh, papers are, or the websites uh, are trying to get clicks because there's a certain derby this week and there's a lot of search traffic. But anyway, let's move on to the rooms. Let's not think about people trying to make money just from football headlines. So the first bit of news, obviously, Zlatan Ibrahimovic with his uh, cruciate knee ligament damage apparently is accepted that his uh, career at Old Trafford is over and is planning um, a return to action in Major League Soccer. Which could be incredible, you know, Zlatan in Major League Soccer would just be so beautiful. He's like the perfect uh, American anti-hero in a way and would just fit in so well to MLS. But obviously with um, MLS going down this route of, uh, you know, not spending as much of their chunk of their wage on these big stars, you know, other models like, uh, you know, the likes of the Timbers, the Portland Timbers who um, have 
you know, spread their cash across and not gone for that one star. It'll be interesting to see a club coming in for the big Zlatman. But it'll be, uh, you know, if he has done his ACL, I think it's right for Manchester United not to, um, you know, not to sign him on a new deal. To be quite honest, I think it's, you know, he's been a fantastic servant, scored a load of goals in a very short period of time. But 35 years old, MCL, ACL injury. Is he going to come back and be the same? Is he going to be, you know, have a, as a big impact? For example, if Rashford and uh, Martial are in banging form, one of them's playing as the number nine. Zlatan comes in after this knee ligament damage, and it's going to take him time to get back in the side. It's going to take at least eight to nine months before he comes back. So it could be a very good move for Manchester United and, of course, the MLS. In other news that's exploding, Antoine Griezmann's advisors have said United have shown the most concrete interest in the 26-year-old French forward. With that coming from the BBC, so it must be correct. The BBC also jumping on the clickbait wagon. Antoine Griezmann at United, you know my thoughts there, would be so good. So, so good at Old Trafford. Fantastic as a second striker. For Mourinho would work so hard. Has that work rate from Diego Simeone. Would be a perfect player and also would give United that uh, you know, ability to stretch teams on the counter-attack with his movement in behind. Also this season as well, only Lionel Messi scored more goals from outside the area than Antoine Griezmann, who scored a number of bangers, which again, with United struggling to score go- goals in the Premier League this season, Griezmann would be perfect. It's quite interesting that this sort of Mourinho spell at Old Trafford is quite similar to Mourinho's first spell at Chelsea, where they just didn't score enough goals to compete. You know, Liverpool and City that season scored over 100 goals each. Chelsea were in third on 71. So it's an interesting one that it's similar to United, that defensively they look good, but they need some more goals, whether it's Griezmann, Silva, or what Don Bolan have said, which is Mourinho's called Real Madrid to discuss a move for Morata. Anyway, let's move on to some other Premier League teams. First up, Liverpool. Uh, Toot Sport, an Italian paper, saying that they are leading the race to sign Douglas Costa from Bayern Munich. Douglas Costa has fallen down the pecking order after being pretty much number one under Pep Guardiola. Now he's you know, down to number three behind Robin and Ribery. Could be quite interesting with, uh, with the two players getting a bit older. Business-wise, it doesn't really make sense for Bayern Munich to sell Douglas Costa, 26 years old, coming into the peak of his career as a winger. Um, but if he's not happy and he's, you know, being a bad egg, which you know, there are some reports saying he's a bad egg, uh, it could be the right time for, of course, Ancelotti to move on and maybe look elsewhere and look to sign other players. Someone like Antoine Griezmann at Bayern Munich would be unbelievable. Um, but again, Costa to Liverpool makes a lot of sense where he'd play, obviously, either wing, left or right wing. And that front three of, or front four, should we say, Firmino, Mane, Coutinho and Costa, that would be so complete, so quick. And then that would be start, you know, Liverpool would start to be able to unlock these teams that sit deep, play Coutinho a little bit deeper, Costa um, and Mane, that's a lot of pace on either flank. Obviously what Costa is so good at is beating his man 1v1 and raining crosses into the box. So maybe someone like Firmino might not be the best forward. Again, Liverpool probably need to buy a striker in the summer with Sturridge, uh, you know, pretty much gone, injured, you know, all sorts of rubbish with Daniel Sturridge. Um, I think it's time for Liverpool to, 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 to go out there and sign someone like Tim Timo Werner or sign someone like Lacazette. Lacazette would be the perfect guy. Get Lacazette, get Costa, Liverpool are real, you know, title contenders there. In other news, uh, you know, at the start of this week, apparently Carl Walker's held talks with Pochettino about his future, with the Telegraph reporting that he's considering his future, and at the end of the season, you know, may leave the club, with Bayern Munich, Manchester United and Manchester City all, uh, you know, ready to vying for that. Obviously, with Bayern Munich, uh, the loss of Philip Lahm to retirement at the end of the season, there is a spot there, whether it is Joshua Kimmich or they get Carl Walker. Carl Walker has been an elite level uh, right back or right wing back for maybe a, a season and a half now. 
So could be, you know, easily fit in there. But again, it's learning German. It's coming out of your comfort zone. When Manchester City need a fullback, you know, they need a right back so badly. And um, they can offer him the same thing, competing for the Premier League title under Pep Guardiola. That is an interesting proposition. Manchester United, you know, with Antonio Valencia's form, you know, as a, as a fan, as an analyst, I think Valencia's perfect for United right now. Walker, obviously, um, it'd be a slight upgrade, but not a massive upgrade, uh, considering uh, Valencia's form. So it, it's an interesting one. But I think Manchester City would suit him the most. In other city news, apparently they're leading the race to sign Benjamin Mendy, the Monaco left fullback, who is absolutely sick of going forward, but needs to do a little bit of work on his defensive stuff. We saw how um, Brussy Dortmund kind of targeted him, targeted him in that second leg in defensive senses. You know, all the stuff that he adds going forward needs to work a little bit going backwards. So it would be perfect for someone like Mourinho to take Mendy on. Um, in final, a little bit of transfer news that we're going to touch on. Xavi appears to be uh, Pep Guardiola's spokesman um, for getting players to come to Pep Guardiola's uh, Manchester City, saying that uh, Pep Guardiola should sign Deli Alley for a world record fee this summer. Deli Alley under Pep Guardiola would be an interesting, uh, an interesting one. But does he suit Pep Guardiola? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not too sure with that. Obviously, Pep Guardiola likes playing, you know, three-man midfield, ball players in there. Deli Alley's best work is when he plays as a second striker off someone like Harry Kane. It's just a bit weird. It doesn't really suit me. I think City should push forward with this four-three-three. They should push forward with, um, you know, playing a front three of uh, Gabriel Jesus. Sterling and Sane, that's that's perfect for me for Guardiola. Anyway, let's move on to the last little talking point, and that is Newcastle United, who have been promoted back into the Premier League. They beat Preston 4-1 in the Championship on Monday evening. An interesting um, you know, team they've got there, and I was just looking at it to see whether it would survive in the Premier League, and quite frankly, the team that they played against Preston wouldn't survive at all. And there's a lot of poor quality in there. Anita left fullback, Dummett, um, you know, Clark. Centre half Hayden Isaac Hayden in central midfield, um, and you know John Joe Shelby is he at the level of Premier League probably, but is he you know going to blow people away? No, I think they need to spend a bit of cash in the summer. So I've just got a few uh, a few transfer targets that I reckon would be quite good for Rafa Benitez and Newcastle. First up, I think they've got to go and get Tom Carney from Fulham. Been awesome this season. Fulham have scored the most goals. They've been such a good force going forward. Tom Kearney grabbing 11 assists and uh, scoring 10 goals, creating 105 chances. Playing either as an attacking midfielder in a 4 2 3 1 or as a central midfielder a bit deeper. Um, it has been fantastic and would massively upgrade this Newcastle side, whether he's playing in central midfield as a replacement for John Joe Shelby um, or playing you know, as a 10, maybe behind someone like. You know, Mitrovic or someone will talk on a little bit further that they could sign again from the championship, but he could be absolutely perfect in terms of his passes, so good at controlling the play and controlling the tempo, could be a very good option. In terms of centre half, obviously, uh, Kieran Clark, uh, you know, isn't really Premier League standard. You saw again on Monday night, made a massive error for the Preston goal, just didn't track his man. It was, it was just like schoolboy defending. And, you know, this was sort of Kieran Clark's last big chance at getting back to the top level. And I feel that he's been good this season. But is he good for the enough good enough for the Premier League? Probably not. His partner Lachelles looks like he he's done very well at this championship level and it the championship seemed like a good platform for him to progress his career. But getting someone like Pontus Janssen from Leeds, Leeds have been raving about him. All the Leeds fans I speak to say he is the big one. Twenty six years old on loan from Torino could be a cracking uh, signing either on loan or um, you know full time for Rafa Benitez. Has been the best centre back in the Championship this season. Other players at Leeds that they could pick out, obviously Chris Wood, top scorer in the Championship with twenty five goals in forty one games. Uh, the uh, New Zealand international. 
physical, strong target man and, and seems to have hit a very good confidence patch in his career and banging the goals in. In terms of the players, maybe picking out Ryan Sessegnon from Fulham and, uh, you know, the 16-year-old, five goals in 23 games this season, playing on the left wing or at left back. And Rafa just saying to him, look, you know, I'll give you games in the Premier League, using that as a, you know, as a pull ahead of the likes of Liverpool and Arsenal that are also interested and Tottenham could be a really good option for, for Newcastle to get a, a fantastic young player. And finally, maybe get Adam Clayton in from Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough look like they're down. Adam Clayton, for me, has been their best central midfielder and could do well to partner Kearney or John Joe Shelby in central midfield. But the players I get if I were Rafa Benitez just to uh, strengthen the side. Obviously, there is Matt Ritchie in there, Mitrovic, Dwight Gale again, who's going to have to step up. 31 goals this season in the championship. Fantastic. But, is he good enough for the Prem? Not too sure. Anyway, guys, that's been that for the Statman Day Football Podcast, episode 52. I hope you've enjoyed the transfer talk. We'll be back tomorrow where we're going to be just talking about the biggest game in the world, and that is the Manchester Derby. Anyway, see you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Obviously, subscribe if you are new on iTunes and get those reviews in for Friday so I can read them out. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 